from an acrostic need to say put a definition on each of them so for all these three we will put we will make a small study of that so a small exposition so number one god righteousness at christ's expense so what's that g is god r is righteousness a at c is christ and e expense so everything is at god righteousness at christ's expense need to say the righteousness of god give to us at the expense of our lord jesus christ next so that is true salvation we receive god righteousness at christ's expense so this is the verse verses for study in uh, can you isaiah 46 646 646 what it says there for isaiah 646 but we are all an unclean as unclean thing and as an unclean and all our righteousness are as filthy rats and we all do fade as lip and our iniquity like the wind have taken us away so it's need to say whatever we do no? whatever good what we are doing if God look at it it's like like a rat it's nothing compared to the righteousness of God so that's why if we are not righteous if we if the right if we if our righteousness not meet the standard of god we will not be uh, we will not be saved what i'm trying to say is that the standard of god righteousness we cannot meet that because whatever even i give all my money to the needy when God look at me, look at my righteousness, is still like a filthy rat. Okay? So that is what it means, righteousness. That's right. The righteousness, God's righteousness, is the grace that give to us freely on the space, expense. expense of our Lord Jesus Christ who did on the cross of Calvary. Mm -hmm. huh? So, filthy rats, uh, in the in the Leviticus, the, in the here view, it means menstrual rats. Uh, under the Levitican law, a woman was unclean and prohibited <coughs> from worship and service during her menstrual period. Men during the time in the Levitican period, during the Hebrew time, so women as men, so they 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 don't allow to go to the worship service. So. <coughs> This is a reminder that Satan will be defeated or be conquered through the seed of a woman. Remember that? In, uh, in Genesis, he said, I'll put enmity, curse, enmity between you and thy seeds. Need to say, and then he said, you will, uh, you will uh, bruise his feet, but he will crush you. So that's what happened on the, Lord, on the cross of Calvary. Uh, Satan was defeated there. So that's what uh, so that's what they are that's what is said on Isaiah 64. So Isaiah used this term to show that the dependency of your own righteousness 
mean to say our own righteousness prohibit us from worship and service. Because if you are unbeliever, it's like just a pilgrimage. So, the woman under the Levitical law is not, is, he had not yet seen. It means to say, sin. It means to say, it's not yet there. Huh? But for self righteousness and unbeliever, he has not yet received. So, so what is, so what I'm trying to say is that whatever you do, this righteousness will not come to you if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So next, yes, so we know now all our righteousness is just a filthy rat. In the Romans 3, 20, 24. Did you babaga a little bit slow? Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall be no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law the knowledge of sin. Okay. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, manifested, being witnessed witness by the law and, and the, the prophets. prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come forth short for the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that, that is in Christ, Christ Jesus. So when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ on this text, on these verses, as our personal Savior, His absolute, absolute righteousness is credited to our account. That means to say that once in salvation, the righteousness of God, the grace of God, is imputed or deposited to our bank account. In Romans, uh, now in Romans 10, 1 and 3. Brethren, my heart desires and pray to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a seal of God, and but not according to knowledge, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. So here Paul, Paul is talk, uh, talking to the Jewish saying that, the Jewish refused to accept God's righteousness and were attempting to approach God by their own righteousness. So that's what uh, he's saying there. At the moment of, of our personal faith in Christ, you, we receive God's righteousness through the deeds of our Lord Jesus Christ, you mean to say Christ's expense. So it means to say all our sins, past, present, and future, have been forgiven and charged to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the righteousness of God is credited to our account. Now, that's a question. So it means to say I can do all things, everything I can do because God forgive me on all my sins. 
That is we are talking about relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that is during the time of salvation. There's also some in scripture in uh, in uh, Proverbs 13:24 and Hebrew 12:7 and 8. Let's go first to Proverbs 3, 13, 24. <coughs> 24, brother. Ako malay, 13, 24. 13, 24. Okay. He that is fair is rad, he that is sad, but he that love him, testes him, sustaineth him, be times. So it means to say, when we have sinned, God chastises us. No? So it's well in uh, Hebrew 12, 7 and 8. You endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with son. For what son is he who, whom the father chasteneth not? But if you without chastisement, whereof all are per partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. So I mean to say, when we have sinned, God, if you are a son, or if you are a believer, you will receive chastisement. But if you don't receive any chastisement, it means to say, you are not a son. So what's, what I'm trying to say is here, God forgive our sin, past, present, and future, because that's talking about redemption. It means to say, you will be forgiven all your sin. Sure, you will go to heaven. But, since you have a relationship with your father already, once you've been uh, born again, then when you got any, any, if you do something wrong, your father in heaven will chastise you. So it means to say, this is a father and son relationship. Right? So your relationship with your father will never be, hindi na matatanggal yan, it's there forever. <coughs> But when you sin, you will receive chastisement. So that's what I'm trying to say, that your, uh, your uh, redemption, uh, sin is forgiven, but your iniquities that you are doing on daily life, which is uh, most of us uh, doing it, we will be chastised or will be reprimanded by our Father. Amen. If, you, if I hear somebody say, that I'm a Christian, but still he's living in sin. So uh, <coughs> there's no chastisement from the Lord. So then this is the verse. Maybe you are not a son. Yeah, because if you are a son, if you are is you have a relationship with the Father, for sure, God the Father will chastise you and put you on one place to you will not live on that sin. If you say you are a Christian, then you are living in that sin, sin by the unbeliever, then probably you are not a son. 
So this is this this. So we have two forgiveness: forgiveness on your redemption, and forgiveness when you have already relationship with the father. So that is. So that's why. Remember, there are some teaching. They said that when you sin, you lost your salvation. No, this is what it said. If you have relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, with God, that is forever because you are His son. <coughs> But when you sin, you will be punished. <coughs> Next, point number two. Next, Brad. Next, God resources at Christ's expense. The second aspect of grace is in relation to living the Christian life. God provides the grace necessary to enable us live a life that is both pleasing to Him and satisfying us. So, let's, what is the acronym we're going to put there? The same thing, grace, but next. <coughs> but now, resources. Huh? So, we, the resources God gives to us at Christ's expense. What are those? In Ephesians chapter 1, 2, and 3, The riches and assets of God are ours if we will draw them. Saying, Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Huh? That is the grace that God given us. Blessed be the God, the Father of Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all His spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. How many they are? written in the scripture, 7,000 that we need to withdraw and spend it in our our life when we are here in this world. All spiritual blessings of the heavenlies are ours through God's grace. There are 7,000 promises the believers can claim while living on this earth. God provided all the resources needed to enable us to live a victorious life. What are they? One of that is that when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ, salvation, another thing, we, are, we can always come to the Lord through prayer, right? We can always talk to God, to our Heavenly Father, through prayer, anytime, any place, and we are sure That is promised at the end of this world that we will be with him forever. That's only very few which I mentioned. But there are so many uh, in the scripture. So, Brad, continue. So, these are the verses of our study. Nabasa natin yung 2 and 3 and then Corinthians 10, 13. Here that no temptation taken you, but such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted about that you are able. <coughs> but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bury. What does that mean? One of the promises of God is that we can overcome temptation. Huh? That's promise. That is one of the 7,000. What says that? There has no temptation taken from you, I taken you, but such as common to man. Need to say all these temptations are different to every one of us. 
Cause of that, money. Uh, cause of that, what? Related to the flesh. But God said, He's faithful who will not suffer you. Be tempted about all that you was able. You'll be tempted, but if you are really following the word of God, you will not fall into sin. This only temptation is not yet sin. If you take it, then you will fall to sin. So this is one of the of the promises God gave to us. What are the other promises? <coughs> right next. Romans Philippians. Philippians. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13. 2.13.
The question is, in our conclusion, what's next now? In our conclusion, how we, how can we attain this? No? This, this, this is the God program. God program of grace is saving, equipping, and preserving. We need to say, equipping now, uh, once you've been saved, you're equipping you to use you in his ministry, and preserving, we to say, keeping you safe until is, uh, you will be the, uh, uh, taken uh, to eternity and has been fully available to all who will receive in faith. So I mean to say, this God's grace, this program of grace is available to all who will receive in faith at the moment of your personal faith in Jesus Christ. <coughs> Let's go back now, Brad. Next. So in, in Romans 3.23, can you open that? <coughs> For all have seen and come forth short, and come short of the glory of God. So it means to say what? <coughs> Even how bad we are, how sinful we are, and whatever what we do, we cannot glorify God by ourselves. And how even how how poor we are or how bad we are, God grace plan uh, program of grace is available to us through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You mean to say we need to ask. Because we are all sinners. And in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. Right? So it means to say, because we are all sinners, the only thing God do to us is to punish us. Since uh, we cannot meet that, uh, that standard, God gave His only eternal Son to justify, to satisfy the wrath of God in us. So that's why He said, the wages of sin is death, but the gift this is the unmerited uh, grace, is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Jesus Christ, when He died on the cross of Calvary, He said it is finished. We to say, all paid in full. So that's what it means here. So, can we go down in our conclusion? <coughs> so that, that the God's program, huh? God make a direct deposit of His own righteousness, resources, and kingdom Amen. in your and in my spiritual bank account. But the question, how? Then you probably will ask, how can I have this spiritual bank account? Huh? Do you know the answer? Let's, let's, the answer is in the scripture. I will read it to you. the Lord Jesus Christ said, Repent, the kingdom, of, uh, the kingdom is at, at hand. No? You remember that? That, that? that is the, his first word. It to say, Repent from your sin, from our sin. And then when, when, 
Peter preached about the Lord Jesus Christ. In Acts 2.38, this is what he said. <coughs> then Peter said unto them, this is of those who listen, about 5,000, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. <coughs> that means to say, without the Holy Spirit, all this grace, but God promised to give to the believers, you will not receive it. You will not have it. But then the question is here, why I'm receiving my salary? Why I have some provision now? That is common grace. In my two says, God gave to uh, give foreign blessing to believer and to unbeliever, to the just and to unjust. You mean to say all this you will receive. But what we are talking here is the spiritual blessing, which is seven thousand. Once you don't have that, you will not accept or you will not recognize or uh, you will not recognize the the gift. The grace that the Lord is giving freely to every one of us, the righteousness, the resources, and the Christian life, what you are looking for, you will not have it. <coughs> and to do that, you should have a personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. By what Peter said here, repent. What is repent? Repentance means turning away from your old wicked sin. Not 360, only 180. If you are here, just turn it this way. Then walk that way. That is repentance. And change your mind. And don't come back again to that way. Just continue walking with the Lord. Once you receive Amen. the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, this is what we are talking all this this kind of uh, God, God uh, grace, unmerited grace, through the expense of our Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> this we will receive it all. Once you have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. When uh, somebody is asking me about this, I said, "You can do it by yourself. I, I can pray for you." Or you can you can go home and talk to God and ask for uh, forgiveness and repent for your sin and ask for the Holy Spirit, pray for the Holy Spirit, God to to give to you the gift. Then walk according to the Bible, to His word. Then there will be a change in your life. How you say that uh, you have been uh, how you have been uh, uh, born again? Have you received the Holy Spirit? Is that you belong already? Once you say that, you pray at your secluded time. Uh, you ask for forgiveness of your sin. You repent. <coughs> when you go out, or the next day, you need to talk to your God. You will see it in your in your heart, no? And then instead of sin, because you are already part of the family of God. What you are going to do is that you always want <coughs> joining the activities of God, family of God, like for service, 
Bible study, prayer meeting, and also reading the Word of God. Because reading is God talking to you, and praying is you are talking to God. It's a two-way. So if you have this, if you desire this, once you pray for the remission of sin, then God is totally work with you through His Word. Then you, you you will receive a changing Christian life. The resources, what God promises with His seven thousand spiritual blessing that we need to receive every one of us. Amen. So what we learn from this study? <coughs> Sorry, Paul. Huh? It's it's hard. Did you? <coughs> we learn from this study that God. Okay, by the way, do you, do you know uh, that we have a spiritual bank account? Once you are a Christian, you will have that. Where is your account? Where is Let's open in Philippians 4-7 before we go. Amen.
that the spiritual bank account will be with you. And God, the righteousness of God, put this in your account, all the resources, there in the kingdom. The kingdom is in the future. In the future, we will not be here only, we will be down there. Up there. You'll <laughs> sit up there. Amen. Amen. Because you have an spiritual account. If you don't have, we can, uh, you can, uh, I can pray for you or uh, you can uh, do it by yourself because this is a, a personal relationship with the Lord. Amen. Okay. Amen. So before we close, can we stand up? We sing the Amazing Grace. So you know now what is Amazing Grace? Amen. Wow! A lot of resources. Righteousness in the kingdom of God is... Amazing Grace.
same as what we study. We are wrecked, but we have been set free because of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the grace is pouring to us. Now, before we pray, uh, if uh, you understand the scripture that this amazing grace will be given to you, the righteousness of God and the kingdom, by asking forgiveness to our Lord, if you are uh, really the Lord touching you this morning, follow up my prayer, just mention your name, and then we close in the congregation of the prayer. <coughs> Lord, uh, thank you for your son is Christ. Today, I'm asking forgiveness for the sin that I committed against you. Forgive me, Lord, for all the iniquities, for all the bad things that I've done in my life. And I pray, Lord, <coughs> accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And forgive me for all the sin that I've committed against Him. <coughs> and I acknowledge what He did on the cross of Calvary. shed his blood for the forgiveness of my sin. At this moment, Lord, I'm praying accept and I accept the gift of grace with faith to the Lord Jesus Christ so that the Holy Spirit will be pour out in my life and love in me forever. Father, forgive me for all my sins and accept me as one of your sons through the cross of Calvary for redemption of sin through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you pray this, people in your heart, I believe. By the word of the scripture that we studied this morning, you belong to the kingdom of God, to the family of God. And from now on, you will see a changes in your life because of the spiritual blessing there for everyone to harvest it. And the kingdom will come. But we are waiting in the future. Lord, thank you for this uh, small prayer. I pray, Lord, that uh, whoever doesn't have a relationship with you, who pray this faithfully in his heart. That's him, Lord.
bring him to your kingdom. To be part of your family. Forever. Until you come. And our Lord, uh, we thank you for your word. Again, to every one of us. Thank you for your grace. We pray, Lord, that uh, all this, what we started this morning, nail it in our hearts. Use it in our everyday life. <coughs> As a nourishment for our spiritual uh, faith that will grow more and more by grace through your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. This is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Please Yeah. 